Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks take care of business against the New Orleans Pelicans, 125-107, to moving one step closer to being out of that play-in tournament. So, as we get into this episode, let's start it off by saying... KP is back, back again. (laughs) He has made his return to the Mavericks after missing the last seven games, and he definitely didn't look like he had been out for any amount of time. He actually looked a lot fresher in this game than we are used to seeing Porzingis when he comes back from some of these injuries, but I guess that's to be expected considering that Carlisle said that he has been involved in basketball activities for the last few days. So this wasn't a matter of Porzingis being out with an injury and then just coming back immediately without getting something under him. He actually did have some time to practice with the team and get his legs going before he played this game. So that was good and definitely a great thing when you have your team back and healthy right before you make the playoffs. Because now with this win... The Mavericks have moved their magic number to stay out of the play-in tournament to one. With two games remaining, they just need either a win or a Laker or Portland and Trailblazer loss in order to stay out of that play-in tournament. So it is a good thing for the Mavericks to have KP back and looking good and our team really back and healthy because Maxi Kleba is another player who was back in this game and it's good to see him looking a little bit like his old Maxi self, the guy that we used to see playing solid defense even against smaller players and we got a little uh, a taste of that again. we seen Maxi move his feet in this game and actually make one of those famous Maxi blocks while backing up and moving with the offensive player and making a really nice block and then still saving that ball from going out of bounds and tapping it back to one of our players so that was something that we used to see a bit out of maxi before haven't seen it as much lately especially with him coming back from this most recent injury um he just hasn't really done that very often but it was good to see that from him in this game and great to have that next to porzingis out there because with these two guys healthy in our lineup it makes us extremely dangerous because we are a bit bigger when it comes to some of those other guys out there that we're going to face in the West, especially in the playoffs. So good to have Maxi, good to have KP back and looking very, very good. Now I'll get into their stats here in a second and talk about what they did in the game. But there's just one thing that I did want to mention before I go too far into anything. And that is the fact that in this game, I know Luca has gotten the reputation for being a complainer, which I still don't agree with because when you watch these games as much as I do, when you look at all the replays, when you look at everything over and over again, you see that Luka is getting hit on virtually every single play. 
and he's just not getting the calls right now. As a matter of fact, Luka didn't even have his first free throws until late in the second half, which doesn't make any sense considering how much he drives to the lane and how physical he is, and considering that right at halftime, he was pretty much whacked on the wrist on a three-point attempt that just was completely ignored. And in this game, it really seemed like the refs were, I don't want to say um, picking on Luka, but they were definitely just ignoring any of the contact that Luka was getting in this game. And that's something that's a little concerning, especially going into the playoffs. If the referees are going to completely ignore Luka, then that's not good because he does take a lot of physical contact. He creates a lot of contact, but that's a lot of how he plays. He uses his strength. He uses his body to create separation and really is part of his game in a big, big way. So to have the referees really ignoring the fouls that are going on against Luka is something that can't be um, overstated and it can't be overlooked because Luka has to be getting frustrated with these referees doing the same thing to him now, kind of repeatedly over these last few games. And it was pretty evident in this one that they were just doing their best to ignore Luka on every foul call and were calling the same exact fouls for the opposite team um, uh, in, in this one. And it's frustrating to look at for Luka. It's frustrating as a fan to look at because when you see him getting hit like he does, not getting foul calls, and then watching New Orleans go down and do the exact same play and getting those foul calls, it's something that's definitely not going to make Luka happy and make things a little bit more frustrating as things move forward. But obviously, it didn't influence the game too much. The Mavericks still took care of business pretty easily in this one, and they actually probably did the Mavericks a favor by making Luka angry with some of these no calls in the second quarter because Luka had... An absolutely lights out second quarter in this game, going for 17 points, making five three-pointers in the second quarter alone. So, uh, thank you, refs, but let's do better because the NBA as a whole will not be successful without Luka making a pretty good playoff run for them this year because he is their golden boy. But Luka in this game did finish with just about a triple-double, going for 33 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists, going 12 of 24 from the field and 7 of 15 from the three-point line in 31 minutes. So they poked the bear, the referees did, and they definitely uh, got the best out of Luka. So obviously it's not something I want to continue. I don't want the referees to continuously make Luka upset. I definitely don't want them to be not calling foul calls that are obvious foul calls against Luka, but uh, maybe you did help us a little bit <laughs> because Luka seemed to get angry after all the no calls and, and really take it out on the court, and that's something that can only benefit him moving forward if he's going to translate that frustration and anger into gameplay. So still a great overall night from Luka. And it's the kind of performance that we had to have against a New Orleans team like this. Because obviously, they were missing four starters on their team. So, obviously, they were missing a lot. So, the Mavericks needed to take care of business against this team and did in a big way. Now, Porzingis, as I was saying when I, uh, as in his return in this one, 
came back tonight and had 19 points, five rebounds, and one assist, going 7 of 14 from the field and 2 of 5 from the three-point line in 21 minutes. So you almost got a point a minute from Porzingis out there in this game, and that's something that you definitely want, definitely need going into the playoffs as, um, as far as him getting his shot together and looking good for the playoffs. Now, the Mavericks, as I said, even with the slip-up that we had in our previous game, have really looked good in a lot of ways when it comes to our players right now. Tim Hardaway Jr. got moved into the starting lineup tonight, pushing Josh Richardson to the bench, and it's something that probably had to happen because Hardaway right now is just playing out of his mind, and he did it again in this game, going for 27 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists, going 10 of 18 from the field and 3 of 10 from the 3-point line in 29 minutes, along with 1 steal. So... Just the beat goes on for Tim Hardaway Jr. This guy is just absolutely shooting the lights out of the ball right now. And it was something that we needed to happen, especially going into the playoffs. We know how bad Tim Hardaway was struggling about a week ago. He could not make anything. And it was went on for about two weeks stretch in which his shot was just completely off. But he has got it together. He's got it all figured out. Whatever the issue was, Timmy is looking as good as can be right now and it couldn't have happened at the best time for the Mavericks so great to see that from him and another effort tonight for the Mavericks over this um, shorthanded Pelicans team and then you can look at the rest of the lineup out there for the Mavericks as far as the starters go one guy who has just cemented himself into the starting lineup is Dwight Powell who in this game had 12 points and 8 rebounds, going 5 of 5 from the field in 30 minutes, along with one steal. Now, Powell is a guy who has just really solidified himself as that center spot for the Mavericks right now. Even with Porzingis coming back, um, it doesn't really matter because Powell's effort and energy is something that cannot be replaced on the roster right now. And his role ability is what makes him dangerous for the Mavericks, especially out there with Luka. Because if you're going to come off of Powell to double Luka, then Luka's going to find the right pass and make it easy for Powell. So good night for Powell as well. Good to see him still um, getting himself going and staying active in our starting lineup. And then, of course, to round it out, the final guy was Dorian Finney-Smith, who seemed to get a little bit of his shot back for himself tonight as the last three games he has struggled um prior to that he was averaging about 16 points a game up until these last three games where he's kind of just struggled from the field but in this one he got his shot going a little bit for himself again going for nine points five rebounds and one assist going four or five from the field and one of one from the three-point line in 27 minutes so Good to see him shooting with efficiency, something that had failed him the last few games. So a good bounce back game for Dorian and really is a guy that we need to be active on the defensive end in our starting lineup now, especially if we're going to move forward with Tim Hardaway Jr. in the starting lineup over Josh Richardson because Richardson is a guy who I know gives us great defense, even though his offense struggles at times. But with him now moving to the bench and Hardaway coming into the starting lineup, that changes up a little bit of our defensive ability. So um, Dorian Finney-Smith is a guy that will have to be leaned on a little bit more to play a little bit better defense 
when it comes to uh, the Mavericks in this one. So when you look at this game, this game was over pretty much at halftime. This was a situation where our entire lineup played extremely well, especially our starters. And then, of course, as I said, Luka went absolutely crazy in the second quarter to the tune of the Mavericks running out a 28-5 run to absolutely pull away from the Pelicans in this game. So it was a great, great night from our starters. The Mavericks as a whole just played extremely well in this one, and it's the kind of performance you have to have. Now, as far as our bench goes, obviously we know right now J.J. Redick is out for the remainder of the season, which, let's be honest, is not very long. It's only a couple of games. We only have two games remaining with the next one coming up against the Toronto Raptors on Friday, which Mavs content crazy will be in the building for. So excited to be there for that one. But JJ Redick is out until the playoffs, essentially. And that's fine. Get yourself right. Get your shooting going again for yourself. Get in the gym. Get your shot back so you can help this Maverick team in the playoffs and really help when it matters when it comes to some shot making because we may need that down the line. But as far as who did play in tonight's game and the bench role that they had, Willie Colley-Stein did get some time in tonight's game. He played 13 minutes, going for five points and two rebounds, going two of three from the field. He also had one steal and one block. Now, Willie is a guy who's become a really interesting guy off the bench for the Mavericks and really um, helps when he gets into the starting role as well. He's a guy who gives us a little bit of a wrinkle that we don't normally have. He is a bit more athletic than our normal centers, and he's definitely bigger. <laughs> now, when I say bigger, I mean taller, not heavier. Obviously, we know that's always been the Mavericks issue. We don't have a big-bodied center to bang sometimes with some of these other bigger guys in the league, but that wasn't really needed in this game against the Pelicans. They had um, a, a few guys that were having some good games themselves, but they don't have any oversized centers. So to have Willie go out there and still give you a good performance against the Pelicans is always a good thing. So another good day from Willie. Obviously efficient shooting, going two of three from the field. So obviously he doesn't take a lot of shots, but when he does, he seems to make them. And that's good for Willie and his confidence going into the playoffs. Now, one guy who I definitely expect a little bit more from even when he doesn't play a whole lot, but against a team like New I would expect a, a better performance from Jalen Brunson in this one. Brunson only had five points, three rebounds, but he did have six assists, so he was dishing the ball out there, but he only went one of four from the field and all of one from the three-point line in 18 minutes. So against a shorthanded Pelicans team, I just would figure Brunson's going to give us a little bit more, but I'm not going to read too much into it, especially after a good win. Um, but Maxi, who I said looked a little bit like himself again in this game, um, still needs to get his shot going for himself as well. Maxi only had five points, six rebounds, and three assists, going two of five from the field and one of four from the three-point line in 18 minutes. Now, he did have that block that I was talking about where he moved with a smaller defender, moved his feet back, shifted backwards, and made a really good block and then tapped it back in bounce to our team to save the possession. So to see those kind of things from Maxi are uh, uh, really, really good and positive for this Maverick team because 
we need his defense against some of these bigger guys in, in the Western Conference, especially as the playoffs come around. So it's an important role for him to step up and make sure he shows that he can be that defensive player that he was early in the season. And of course, we're going to need his three-point shooting as well, where it was good to see Maxi pretty upset with himself late in this game where he missed a wide-open three-point shot and uh, came back down and there was a foul. And after the foul, he absolutely... <laughs> Uh, literally punched the net, <laughs> which was pretty funny to see, but he was yelling at himself and very upset that he's missing some of these open shots. So good to see Maxi um, back in this game and really frustrated with himself. It's good to see that he's not happy with the subpar play that he's giving out right now. So uh, I expect him to get that going for himself and really help our Maverick team. Now, a guy who was in our starting lineup, who's been pushed to the bench and has been really struggling as a whole for the Mavericks. Now, he did have two games where he looked really good for us here recently. But other than that, he just hasn't given a whole lot to the Mavericks as of late. And that is Josh Richardson. Richardson only had three points in this game, coming off the bench with one rebound and one assist, going one of seven from the field. And that was just a three-point shot that he made and only went one of three from the three-point line him as well in 14 minutes. So he didn't get a lot of time, and he didn't play well in the time that he did have when he was out there. He got up a lot of shots, but just couldn't get anything to fall. So it's interesting to see what's going on with him right now on our Maverick team. When we made the trade with Curry to attain him, we thought he was going to be a great defensive stopper as well as three-point shooter, and it just has not panned out that way. And as the season has gone on, it seems it has gotten worse for Richardson. So a little disappointing on that end, but we'll see how this all plays out for him if he stays on the bench or if he returns to the starting lineup. But um, we'll, we'll just have to look how that how all that goes. Now, one thing that was pretty funny to me while watching this game at the end Nothing uh, uh, special, nothing spectacular, but the crowd was going absolutely nuts for Boban and wanting to see him play in this game to, to the point where they were actually even going crazy every time he got a rebound, which he only had two, but the crowd went nuts every time he got those rebounds. So Boban did only play four minutes in this game, but had two rebounds and two assists, which you normally expect from Boban. Very minimal playing time, but still giving you... Uh, some production out there so good on him to do that but when you look at this game it was just great for the Mavericks as a confidence builder especially with Porzingis back in the lineup and when you look at the post-game interview they had with Porzingis I'm not gonna lie it is the most engaged the most um energetic interview I've ever seen with Porzingis where he was laughing he was smiling he was joking with the guys on the broadcast and I tell you what, if he is now in a place in his head where he is happy and comfortable out there playing with Luka, then this Maverick team is going to be deadly going into the playoffs. And I um, don't really care who the Mavericks have to play. Uh, if Luka and Porzingis are playing like this, then the rest of the league is definitely in a little bit of trouble come playoff time. So as I said, after this game, the Mavericks now sit at 41 and 29 still tied with Portland because they won um tonight as well so we do have the same record which puts us in in the sixth seed the Blazers in the fifth seed and the Lakers are still right behind us in the seventh seed at 40 and 30 so 
The Mavericks have gotten that magic number down to one game. One game is all we need. One win, and we take care of business, and we stay out of the play-in tournament. So, great win for the Mavericks tonight. Only two more left to go with the next one coming up Friday against the Toronto Raptors. And hopefully we can put this magic number away with a win over them. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen in next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.